0: You're listening to the Spiritual Dive Podcast, a podcast dedicated to revealing and exploring various spiritual beliefs and practices. I'm your host, Fisile, and I invite you to join me on this journey as we discover, discuss, and dive deep into a hidden world. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Spiritual Dive Podcast with me, guys i'm gonna be real with you right now okay this is like the second time i'm recording this i recorded a full episode but it got deleted so your girl your girl is not okay (laughs) but nothing is going to stop me because i truly you know i first of all i enjoy this but i really think that you know we should always be learning and trying to learn what's happening in our world so maybe somebody will find this valuable so i'm not gonna give up but whoever is coming from me i'm telling you to stop because my god my god will deal with you okay <laughs> but seriously um thank you guys for listening thank you guys for tuning in wherever and whenever you guys are um I know it can be hard to listen to a podcast with only one person. So I'm definitely working. Actually, I know it's going to happen. We're going to have more guests and people who actually have um, personal experience with the things that we're talking about. People who are spiritual, gi- spiritually gifted and people who can give us insight. And not just me, who's literally collecting information from sources, reading, watching videos, etc. So um, it's going to get juicy. It's going to get juicy. So I'm really excited and I'm just happy to be doing this because I don't want to like know these things and be exposed to these things alone. I think we should all be exposed to knowledge so that we can hopefully make wiser decisions. I mean, it's your choice, but at least make the choice knowing what choices you actually are going to make and the consequences that come with them. But um, before the last episode, I had mentioned that we are going to be talking about about power, reverence, wealth, and fame. So the time has come. However, this, just like the other episodes, is part one because of how dense and layered and complex this topic is. So I'm just going to give you guys, we're literally just dipping our toes into the water. We're testing it out. And I'm just going to talk about things that maybe a lot of people know about, but I know for a fact that there's going to be certain things that people don't know about and, you know, they can learn. So I definitely hope that it reaches somebody who would appreciate this knowledge. So sit back, relax, get comfortable, um, turn on your curiosity switch, open up your mind, um. I just want to say that just because something has not happened to you, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Just because you've never seen it, it doesn't mean it's not real. Um, I am not in the business of invalidating people, especially when it comes to spirituality, because I truly believe that life is spiritual. I believe that, you know, this physical life that we're living, it's not, in fact, it's not even the major things. I think our spirit bodies our spirit men and women whatever they are more active than we think our unconscious mind as they say so i think we can you know become wiser and relearn the knowledge that i i'm convinced our ancestors knew more about and they you know were wiser about let's get into it without just rambling too much Let's get deep into it. So today I'm going to be talking about how Southern African traditional healers help people attain well. It's not necessarily limited to Southern Africa. It's also in other places in Africa like, I mean, I've come across things about Tanzania, Ghana, Nigeria. I mean, Nigeria as well. <laughs> The things that I've read about Nigeria. I mean, people are turning into yams, allegedly. (laughs) No, but seriously, there's a lot of ritualistic crimes that occur. Really, let's dive dive deep because I think we should be weary of what's happening out there. Be safe, you know, protect ourselves and just ensure that whatever we do, we do it because we're sure about it. Let's get deep into it. Let's do it. This topic is going to be recurring because in every part of the world, there are methods or ways that people kind of seek divine intervention when they need wealth or success or fame. You know, we've heard about this. We've heard about this. We were all there for the era when everybody was being accused of being part of the Illuminati and... All I'm saying is that there is no smoke without fire, my dears. Some people, of course, they're just being accused. But other people, they are doing something strange for some change. Okay? Do not even think that it's ridiculous. Like, one thing I've learned is that the possibilities are endless. And that's for both good and bad things. So, I hope we just view this in this way and of course this is for educational purposes I do not participate I do not encourage people to participate but because I know people people gonna do what they want to do so do whatever you want to do but don't say it was me because I'm not telling people to do this I'm in fact I am a more of a caution cautionary whatever podcaster so every part of the world has these practices. They may seem different. They obviously have different methods, different maybe beings and I guess um, spirits that are connected to it. But I ultimately believe that the force is one. I think that there is a way that we can make connections, a way that we can say, hey, this is similar to that. So, We're just going to start framing that base, kind of like creating a skeleton until we have a fully fleshed out body. And then we can see something and maybe perceive and move in the world differently. Hopefully in a positive way. (laughs) We all have heard about these secret societies or people selling their souls, sacrificing And actually, a really interesting show that I think people should watch is called Ares, A-R-E-S, on Netflix. And it depicts how people make covenants with beings for wealth and money. And they have to make deep and heavy sacrifices for these things to occur. It's, I mean, there's a lot of similarities. So I just assume that the monster or whatever, let, let me not say monster, but whatever it is that is being fed is just one and the same thing. We'll see. We'll figure it out. This is my assumption. When it comes to the ways that people attain wealth through Southern African traditional healers, sangomas, dinyanga, etc. there's There appears to be many, many methods. If I mentioned all of them, I would never stop talking. Trust me. I'm just going to give you a few. It is said that these traditional healers and actually more other practitioners, they have access, they have the power to use creatures and beings that are both, that are dead and then some of them that are alive. So also when I say dead, I don't mean, let me not say dead. I don't think that's the right word. I would say that are spirits and then some of them that are just living and existing with us here on earth. So it's said that there's just a diverse population of beings in the spiritual realm. I mean, we are, of course, we've heard of the typical ones like people who've passed on, angels, demons, God, etc. But there's also the mystical creatures that I mentioned a bit in the last episode about this topic, about Southern African traditional healers, such as giant snakes and mermaids there's also dragons hybrid animals that kind of look like centaurs like half man half horse or half snake half woman it's just a lot of these creatures they manifest in different ways and some of them can really help people acquire money fame or their deepest desires With the right price, of course. When it comes to African, Southern African traditional healers specifically, I have only come across two categories of rituals that can be performed. But I'm 100% convinced that there's more. It's just that this is what has been available in the mainstream. But as we meet more people and talk to more people, I'm sure we're going to be exposed to more. The first... One that I've been introduced to, that I've learned about, is pretty controversial. It's a topic that you can find a lot of information on. And it's been making, it's been trending, basically, for probably, like, recent years, let me say. And it's called gutwala, which is, it directly translates to, to carry. So, you essentially are carrying something, I guess. Um And then the other one is... Okay, before I even move on to the other one. This method Gutwala is said to be super dangerous. It's a very it can be super dangerous, let me say that. It requires a lot of sacrifice, a lot of discipline, and there's it's obviously an exchange. You have to give something to get something. And then the other method, the other method is essentially what they do is they track down your lineage your ancestry and then they can see which of you know your ancestors generations were wealthy and then what they do that is they channel them and then you can receive guidance on how to move in order to create and maintain wealth so the first method gutwala, is is dangerous as i've said because it requires regular and consistent sacrifices which if you don't perform they the consequences can be dire and at some sometimes it requires magic i i say all times but <laughs> i don't know but i think all times but i'll just say it's said to require magic sometimes and then the second one is safer in that you don't really need to perform these sacrifices as your ancestors are generally willing to help you you know they're willing to continue that legacy so it's said that the second is super sustainable and it lasts longer. It doesn't require you to do anything crazy. Some of the things that people do for power are crazy. But we're, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. So we're mainly going to focus on Gutsuala because I think this one is the more preferred method. Because it is it works fast. It's quick. And you can see the results almost immediately. If you're a disciplined person willing to pay the price I guess that would be for you but of course we all know that great things take time. I mean me personally I'm not saying people should do this but this is what they say. This is what the spiritualists are saying that it's better to do the safer option but it takes time. All of these methods require some form of initiation from what I've read. You just become part of a I don't want to say kingdom part of a world that you weren't part of before your your life changes to a certain extent your there's certain things you have to do in order to maintain and sustain your wealth if you were listening to my other podcasts I already said if you have to be initiated into something I am already like red flag because what am I being initiated to who is ruling over this group of people or this world that I'm being initiated to. I'm not trying to do that. But if you are doing your thing. I just want you to know what's the tea. What's the tea. We're going to talk about the use of living beings. And I'm only going to give you a few of these. Because it's just too many guys. It's it's literally like ridiculous. How many things you can use apparently to gain wealth. I mean I was shocked but I'm just going to pick the ones that I've learned the most about and that I guess I'm intrigued the most about. As I said, we've all heard about the tale of human sacrifice or just in general sacrifice in exchange for something, for fame and wealth. We've heard about these ones, like when people say they have to kill, sacrifice a person, and then all of a sudden, boom, so famous, like (laughs) we've heard about these things. I mean, I'm not sure how accurate they are, but We've heard about it. It's not a new thing. And I don't think the concept of Gutwala using living beings or creatures is any different. Before I even dive deep into this, I just want to say something that I think is important to state. That for me, a red flag when it comes to spiritual healers, because there are people who help people without harming them or whatever, just simply helping them. I think the biggest red flag for me is whether they're charging or not. If they charge you money, I think you should be weary. Now, of course, there's a gray area because some people, this is their living. This is how they, you know, live. So I'm just going to say this loosely. The same way we hold pastors to a certain standard that they shouldn't be asking for so much money. The same way we look at mega churches these ministries that say God wants you to be wealthy just give money sow a seed (laughs) the same way we look at them we question them I think we should question all spiritual healers because I personally think that work like that I don't think you should be paying for it if people really want to help you if people really want to aid people in society I don't see why they would be charging just get a real job (laughs) I'm joking it is a real job it is a real job but yeah that's just my opinion I do think that they should be getting money though like therapists or any other doctor any other healer but I think that if you insist on thousands and thousands of dollars and or rands or whatever currency you're using because that's what these healers do so I think you should be very just be cognizant of that but anyways let's get into this the ways this can happen is you can use someone who's living and essentially this is hijacking or taking away their like their success their blessings their their power their whatever it is you can take their energy and use it to empower yourself now if you're not somebody who is well protected well prayed up and if you're somebody who's doing pretty well for yourself You are vulnerable to this thing because all—let me not say all—but a lot of spiritual healers said that it's very difficult for them to work with people who are super prayed up, especially like former Sangomas, former Dinyang, who've kind of changed their lives and gone out of that system. They said that they had the hardest time going after people who were super prayed up and in—you know—living in Christ. So. You know, I don't want to be the one who's preaching, but I mean, I guess this is my bias coming out. So I'm just not going to talk too much about that, but that's what they said. Anyways, so what happens is that the traditional healer or the ritualist, the person who you go, who let's say I'm going to go and say, I want to take so-and-so's success in life and I want that for myself. Then what they will do is... They will create a spell, a concoction or whatever and this ritual that they perform will take whoever the target's soul is or their spirit and soon after that they'll make sure that this target dies and then whoever the person who has requested this ritual, they get their power, they get the success that this person was going to have, the blessings that they were going to have essentially how they do this is that when they take your spirit or your soul your body becomes an empty vessel so what they have to do is they have to plan your death soon after that so that you die and you know they'll bury you but really they're not burying anything except for an empty body now i promise you i have no idea how this works but this is how they say they do it this is how they say they do it and they make it seem like oh this person just died uh, they were sick or they had a car accident and then what happens to the target the soul of the person who's been <laughs> who's been hijacked the 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 soul and the spirit it remains it remains trapped on this plane you don't cross over actually you don't go to the land of the dead where most people go when they're when they die you don't go there you stay trapped and you become a slave To this traditional healer. They can now use you however they please. When whoever went to request for the service. Maybe they die. Or their time is up. The spirit of the target becomes a slave. They become. It's just sad. They become used. For whatever the traditional healer wants to do with them. And they can use you the spirits or you or whoever gets hijacked to help other people and I find that really sad because you literally take somebody's free will you take their blessings and you take so much from them and I think that's really sad so (laughs) one rule that you should know is that Once you make this oath, this commitment, once you say this is what I want for myself, you cannot take it back. It's a for lifer, permanent commitment. However, the one rule about all of these things is that anything that was created through the shedding of blood is always going to thirst for blood. It's always going to need blood sacrifices. It's going to need a constant supply of blood. And... That's really a negative aspect of this method. So, eventually, this method will always destroy you because the spirit starts, it becomes evil. It starts because it's constantly, you know, feeding on blood, feeding on the suffering of other people. So, it becomes evil and it ends up destroying even the person who's using it for wealth. It's not necessarily a recommended method, but it's very quick very quick and so most people are really just looking for a fast fix and that's how they end up doing these things because it doesn't seem logical to do it but I think that you know when people are pushed into corners they do a lot of weird things poverty can really do a lot it can do a number to to people another way that people can attain wealth is through snakes so the way I'm going to demonstrate this is by telling a story now, of course, there's probably other ways you can use snakes, but I'm going to demonstrate it by telling a story that a former Sancoma, a former healer shared. So she says that one day she was waiting next to the road for a taxi, you know, and then all of a sudden a really nice car comes, a nice, nice, nice car, and then the driver opens their windows or whatever, lowers their window, and then... He's like "Why wow, are you so beautiful blah 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 you know you know trying to get with her and at first she's like, "Uh hell no, leave me alone dude." but then this guy's insistent, and I actually think he comes back uh, like later to keep trying to find her so then eventually she gives in and then um he gives her money like 5k or something to go spend at the mall. And she does, she does it. And then she gives him um her number too. So they're now in contact. And then what happens is, since she's also a spiritual healer, she's in this whole thing. She has a dream or she gets a vision. And then this guy, according to the vision, is using snakes for wealth, a snake for wealth. She texts him and she's like, um, whatever you think you're going to do to me, don't do it, because I know you have snakes, or you have a snake, whatever, <laughs> this guy, <laughs> this is so funny to me, it sounds ridiculous, but this guy, he takes it, he's like, how the hell did you know that, and then she's like, um, I'm, I'm aware, I'm part of this thing, the way you got it, you got it from a sangoma, right, a traditional gila or or whatever, I'm also one of those people, so I can see things, I have foresight he's like okay let's meet up and talk about it because he actually was threatening to kill her and then she's like if you try to do anything to me (laughs) good luck so they started talking and then he realized well okay fine she knows my secret so maybe I can trust her. he's like okay she can't be my enemy so she has to be my ally so they start dating it's all good in the hood he's spoiling her whatever Then one day he says, it's time for me to make my sacrifice to my snake. So what happens is the snake chooses the women that the snake wants. So he chose her for himself, but the snake chooses his own women that the snake wants. And I'll tell you what the snake does with women. It's crazy. It sounds crazy. It sounds so ridiculous. But this is her testimony. She says that what they did was they said they were going to go out that day to a club to find a target. And she was going to pretend as though she was his sister. So, they go out to a club. You know the vibes. They get a section. They're getting all the bottles, champagne, all the expensive bottles. You know? You know the vibes. And then, okay, the snake, I guess, gives him information that okay that's my target finds a girl and then so he's gotta get her so he goes to this girl he's like come to our section whatever he just invites her. he's like come hang out with us they party together they drink they are having fun girl is getting drunk she's popping bottles you know she's living her best life she's young and hot then they go let's go to a hotel so we can hang out more and chill so then they go to a really nice hotel. I mean, girl is feeling the vibe. She's feeling it. They go to the hotel and they continue drinking. But the, the guy and the lady are not drinking that much. But the target, they're making sure she's getting super drunk. So she gets disgustingly drunk. And then they take her to the bedroom. She's basically unconscious. Like, you know, when you're just so drunk, like they have to carry you. Then they take off her clothes. And then I guess they op- they spread her legs. And then the guy brings out this thing. Like a container. Like a box. Then he opens it. Then the lady said a snake came out and charged straight to this lady's vagina. Like the snake knew exactly what it was doing. It was almost even more sentient than you know, regular snakes. And then what it did is the snake turns around in a way and enters its tail three times into her vagina and then it turns around and enters its head three times into her vagina and while this is happening the lady is shaking vigorously like she's convulsing convulsing yeah (laughs) that word and she's shaking and after that everybody goes to bed the snake goes back into its container the thing is done the sacrifice is done when the lady w- wakes up, she's super tired and like her body is aching as if she was exercising so much. And I mean, I don't really remember what happened. But anyways, you know, she goes on with her day. But this lady, this Foma Sangoma says that what had happened was this snake made sure that she was barren. Like she was not going to have any children anymore. And whatever success and blessings that she was going to have, those were compromised. So this is why I was talking about destiny last time. Because it's just another reason why I was talking about destiny. Because I'm 1010% sure that a lot of these things have to do with destiny. They have to do with altering one's destiny and doing some weird things with destiny. But anyways, that's one method of how people do it. They take advantage of people. They harm people. You know, that's why... In this day and age when, I guess, so-called sugar daddies or blessers, where we come from, it's very dangerous. Because you never know who's doing what. You do not know people. So, yeah, let's just make better decisions, guys. <laughs> but um, other ways that they can use living beings is that they can actually use bees, apparently. They can use rats. Sheep, just many other random methods that I'm just like, what? I mean, if I started talking about them, I wouldn't end. It wouldn't end. So that's one of the few ways that you can use living things to acquire wealth, reverence, and power, etc. Now we're going to move to the use of spirits um, or the dead, but just general spirits. One of the most popular methods is to actually use a snake. But this snake is a spiritual snake. It's not like no one else can see it except for the person who goes into a covenant with this snake. I think they actually dream about this snake. I don't know. But nobody else is going to see it. It's not a physical snake. Let me say that. So there are many methods of doing this. Of using these spiritual snakes. It just depends on what the healer prefers. And also what you want to attain. A safer way to use a snake spirit. Is to use the spirit of a snake which dwells in water. Like it's a type of snake that dwells in water. And these are said to be the safer ways. Because they're less dangerous. Just a side note. I don't actually think that they... Dwell in water. I, th- I think that water is some sort of like a portal or like a spiritual gate. I don't know. This is something we actually have to talk about one day like water and bodies of water and how they are so connected to the spiritual. But yes, what they do is that they use its power to uplift somebody. It doesn't cause any harm, allegedly, doesn't cause any harm to people. And all you have to do is just sacrifice an animal or some money. Maybe I'm going to say like periodically, maybe every month, maybe every year. I don't know. Depending on the ritual, you go to this body of water and you sacrifice money or the goat or whatever animal it is you're sacrificing and then your life will change. This one takes a bit more time. But it is apparently a safer safer method and it's just less chaotic. However, the other method is very, very quick. It works almost immediately, but it's super dangerous. People obviously prefer this method because people love instant gratification. They just want the quick fix. You know what I'm saying? But this snake spirit is malevolent. It can actually kill the, in fact, it is said to kill people around you. You're going to start seeing people die. If you have children, your children might die, your spouse, your siblings, etc. If you deviate from the oath you've made, this is a possibility. If you don't follow up on your sacrifices, if you don't keep the promise that you made, it's going to eat. And if you piss it off enough, it's going to kill you. I think we should notice the trend of bloodthirsty entities and we should really consider are they good or bad because, yeah, be weary. (laughs) So then we move on and we talk about another way which is essentially using the ghost of somebody who was wealthy when they were alive. Actually, some traditional healers prefer living near graves Because they can easily access somebody's spirits through their burial sites. And just a side note, guys, please. I honestly... Unless you're buried on family grounds, I don't see why people are actually getting buried. Because it's just a waste of space, in my opinion. People could be living there. It could be used for so many other things. I personally don't see why, if I'm dead, if I'm not inhibiting my body, why should I still occupy space? Just... Please, let's get cremated, (laughs) guys. Nobody's going to be able to use our graves if we're cremated. But anyways, anyways, do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. I don't care. I just personally don't think that, like, burying people is a sustainable thing. I don't think it makes sense. But that's not the point. That's not the point. So in South Africa, they actually tend to use white people or Indian people because, of course, a lot of the wealth was pillaged by you know apartheid people so everybody who is a descendant of um, people who benefited from apartheid are also a lot of them are benefiting today but I mean it can also be done it doesn't necessarily have to be a white person or anyone it can be anyone but um, some healers prefer using somebody that you are related to this is because it becomes less chaotic because you're relative is less likely to turn on you essentially so how is zen is that they take the ghost of this person and they use their power and wealth to create or maintain your own so you're not only summoning the ghost of this person but also their ancestors so it becomes like a whole family line of people who it might be like generational wild vibes and you're just using it for you but the danger with this is that it's a temporary fix because you can't control the spirit for a long time because it's a body of spirits. like. So it's really better to get your relative. But um, these ghosts are said to love alcohol and bride or barbecued meat as sacrifices to empower them. They they apparently love a good time. <laughs> so if you die while being in covenant with these ghosts, they can actually haunt your family and even like sexually assault them. But spiritually, so it would be like an incubus or like a spirit, spiritual spouse. You know, I'm not sure if you've heard of that. We'll talk about those one day. But so a lot of the times people like family, they say like maybe the dad made a covenant with one of these ghosts and they pass away. Their family would need cleansing because they're going to get haunted for real. They're going to get haunted. And then another uh, method that people use is through the use of these weird humanoid creatures which they called Boys. but Boys is an umbrella term for these i think in english i would say it's kind of like elves or trolls like these weird little creatures you know what i'm saying like it's an umbrella term for these creatures there's so many of them they're spiritual creatures and but i think they can sometimes manifest physically i'm not sure they some of them love to drink milk or engaging in sexual intercourse apparently so if you have like a wife or a girl i'm not sure maybe they can also hey i guess anyone is free is you know could be like (laughs) they could be attracted to anyone hey hey i'm not judging i'm not judging so i be weary you know, people are cautioned that it could attack somebody else that you love if you do not give it what it needs. So a lot of people who take these creatures, they actually have to be with many different women. Because as soon as you interact with somebody who has this, you are officially at risk of being a victim. So be weary, be weary. Also, these um creatures, using them for power, is it limits... It's limited because you also become wealthy for only a certain amount of time. You like basically are in a contract. So it could be for five years, for 10 years, however. But in that time being, you will enjoy your wealth and success, but then you're going to die. You might, you will say, okay, they'll give you these creatures, but you're going to die in 10 years. But you're going to be rich in those 10 years. That's how it works. And then the last and most interesting way that i discovered that i'm going to discuss is by using lucifer yes the devil himself guys so it's one of the methods that are a lifetime committed one commitment once you're in you cannot come out and it's commonly used it is said by white people like people from the west and arabs and i would just say more foreign people it's not used a lot by african people essentially or at least southern african people not used a lot by them the traditional healer who speaks about this in particular he said that he actually took this oath for himself so he uses lucifer to empower him and keep him wealthy that's what he says what i really appreciate about him is that he refers to the bible and he says that what the bible is saying is true lucifer is in fact the king of this earth he does rule the world and wealth isn't really something that we Christians should focus on because it's not going to be given to us. Well, let me not say it's not, but it's most likely not going to be given to us. At least the wealth that is promised to us, it's not going to be given to us until after, until we inherit the kingdom when we die. So here on earth, yes, you may be wealthy. God can bless you, but it's not something that our abundance is not going to come until we we. we Reap our rewards for how we lived our lives on this earth. He brings up that. He actually brings up the Vatican. And he says, you know, so many people. They hear stories about the Vatican. About how it's shady. And how it's connected to the Illuminati. And he says, it's true. People don't want to believe it. But it is very, very true. In fact, a lot of people in the Vatican have also made a similar oath. According to him. Allegedly. I don't know, of course. That's what he says. So he says that people, they hear all these stories about people selling their souls, etc. But they just don't want to believe. But he's telling you that they show you. They tell you. But you guys just don't want to believe. So I appreciate that. He even brought in the Bible. And, you know, to me made him seem legitimate because he was like, it's true that Satan, Lucifer rules this world, but he chose he doesn't want to be a Christian. He chose he chose to be successful in this life. He chose to be wealthy, wealthy in this life. And he said that it's a guarantee for you to succeed and be wealthy in this lifetime. If you dedicate, you take this covenant with Lucifer. Because he is the ruler of this planet for this time being. He even spoke about when Jesus was tempted for 40 days and 40 nights. When he was, I'm sorry, when he was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights and he was tempted by the devil when he was on the mountain and Jesus rejected. He was like, I don't want all these things you're going to offer me. But the fact that even Lucifer could offer this to Satan and I mean to Jesus and Jesus knew that he actually can, but he said no. So I really appreciate that. I think it gives me it gives him a bit more credibility in my opinion but i mean that's up to you to decide so he says that how this works is that you meet you obviously need to find somebody who knows the tea it's not something that everybody knows or every spiritual healer knows but once you found somebody who knows this tea the process you are given some particular candles that you need to light up at certain times and a particular prayer that you need to say every single night or every single whatever to summon lucifer and then there's going to come a point in time where he comes to you lucifer will come to you and you'll either dream of him or i think you dream of him i think it would make sense to dream of him but he comes to you at night when you're sleeping and then sometimes he has a conversation with you other times he just doesn't say anything, but he makes his presence known. When you take this oath, he says that your body starts changing physically in that he said that his body started getting warmer. Like he just generally has a warmer like feeling now than he did before. So I don't know how that works, but I guess Hal is hot for real. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But that's what he said. And so what how Lucifer works is that he's less demanding in terms of like sacrifices you don't have to sacrifice any animals according to him according to him i've heard otherwise i've heard people are killing thousands thousands of people in the name of you know lucifer so we'll we'll discuss that later but um he says that what happens is lucifer will then start giving you visions or instructions randomly you can just be sitting eating lunch and then you'll get an instruction do this and do that and then you have to obey and do it but lucifer does most of the the work he gives you your wealth you'll get your wealth you'll get your status you'll get your power it's guaranteed but you have to be disciplined consistent and secretive and only people who have been allowed to share this share it but most people are not going to share it that's why you'll never know and honestly this guy he looked so chill and cool and funny we assume that it's going to be some scary evil corrupt you know nasty person but he genuinely looked like such a chill guy and it's so crazy you really do not know people and i mean if you're cool with it good for you but for me if you're in these things stay the hell away from me because <laughs> he says that he blatantly says that it's going to be the demons who are going to be bringing you wealth and he said you have to be willing to deal with demons because demons are not good creatures they're not so if you can stand that you're dealing with demons then that's 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 it so yes guys um these are some of the methods that you people use to get wealth and you know ultimately I just want us to know that we do not know people. We can see people gain success and wealth and fame. We can think wow this person just you know you know overnight successes or people just blowing up becoming so wealthy all of a sudden being in high places. Sometimes yes it is because that's just you got it in you. You know that's your blessing. That's your destiny in life. But other times it's really not it's because they have committed themselves to strange strange beings and I just want us to not be envious of people do not be envious of people because yes somebody may have something you don't have they may have all the money in the world but some people they can't have children for example that's something maybe they want some people are not as beautiful as you are they're not as talented as you are they're not as you know intelligent as you are so do not be envious of other people. It's a big, big, big mistake because you do not know these people. And another thing is when we defend so many people who are famous and when we defend them so vehemently, you don't know these people. You don't know them. You don't know what they do when they're alone. And a lot of the times, a lot of these people are suffering you know they're being tormented by weird creatures they have to constantly sacrifice things in a timely manner and sometimes these things are not just going to be goats and chickens it's going to be people you know a lot of these beings and entities are just bloodthirsty so i just want us to not focus too much on materialistic things you know it's really nice everybody wants abundance everybody wants wealth and one thing is that a lot of these healers I would say most of these like 90% of them that I've you know used as sources they talk about how African people have just been exploited and they've just been left with so much brokenness and poverty that they are saying that it's. they are using these methods. They are promoting these methods. They are saying, come guys. I know you're tired of being poor. And I can understand. Because I am sick and tired of seeing black people suffer. I'm sick and tired of it. Um, So I can really understand. I just... I wouldn't use these methods. <laughs> I wouldn't. For me... It's just the reason why I'm constantly being very outspoken about matters of social justice because ultimately, you know, it's just about humans and their rights. It's about, I mean, I just, I want better for us, especially people who look like me, black people, Africans. I want them to look, I want everybody to do better, but Africa is to this day still being exploited even by their own leaders. The people who look like us, the people who are supposed to be working for us to help and uplift the nations, they are using, milking Africans for everything that they have. I need you to know that these are not good people. If you have to go and take somebody else's destiny, take somebody else's life, it, maybe you do it yourself, you cut your own life short. Like, just let's be, let's make better decisions, guys. Because, you know, ultimately, these sacrifices, we're going to talk deep about them when we talk about witchcraft. But it's a human rights violation. It's about human rights. Even if you don't believe about these spiritual things, you don't believe in them. There are people who are being killed in the name of them. There are people who are suffering in the name of them. So if you really care about people, about human rights, then you should care about this, in my opinion. So, yes, guys. This was the beginning of this topic. I really enjoyed sharing this um next episode, guys, I'm gonna start uploading like not every week. It's too much for me because I have a lot to do in my life now. When I started this podcast, I didn't have as much to do as I do now, so I think I'm gonna do every two weeks or every month, just depending on how I'm feeling. But the next episode is going to be an interview with somebody with first hand experience as I said, so We're going to get a better explanation. We're we're not just going to have questions. We're going to have some answers now. And so if you guys want to ask this person any questions. You want to know something. Let me know. DM me. Hit me up. Because they are very willing to speak and share what they know. Thank you guys for listening. Honestly, I appreciate every single person who listens. Thank you for... Engaging with me, texting me, giving me feedback, I always appreciate it, and yeah, have be safe, guys, protect yourself, protect your energy, you know, be weary, we all deserve good things, we deserve great things, so don't compromise that just for a little bit of money, a quick thing, everything that is great takes time, everything that is great takes time, be patient. Um, work hard. I don't think you should do these methods. I do not. You know, I am very grateful that I don't have to do these things. My parents have ensured that I have everything that I need. I am very grateful and maybe, you know, I'm talking out of privilege and I, I can understand people who get pushed into these corners. So I'm not judging. I'm just saying that I just don't want people to be pushed in these corners and definitely you know, as somebody who's very serious about human rights, we must know that sometimes people are put in weird positions and they don't have to be put in those positions if they're just better taken care of in this world. I hope you guys have a great day, night, great life. stay safe, be weary, test the spirits, make sure you know what you're doing before you do it let's let's make better decisions and Yes, until next time, see you guys later.